Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm very well because I'm looking at my trolley. No. Yes, I am. Oh, my God. Yes. That was very exciting when it came. I when carried it, it upstairs myself. Oh, I bet you did in a very ceremonial parade-like yeah. way. And it came in its own wonderful box. And um, I haven't loaded it up yet. I have a trial load on it. Okay. Just to see, you know, what size books goes mm. where and... But I still haven't decided which section of my vast and extensive library I shall put in it. I, w I was thinking photography. Oh I think photography I might do. Could be very nice. Yeah, I think that I'll I'll see. I might try this first and see how that goes because I feel it needs to have, uh, um, you know, a theme. It needs to have a theme. Oh, it needs to be curated. Yeah. <clears throat> it's not just any old random books. No, no. So, yeah. How many shelves does it have? So it has three shelves and they the lowest one, um, the wonderful Harper's Bazaar book you gave to me, that just about fits on there. Good. And then the shelf above is, I think, a little bit less high and then all the way up again a little bit less high. So there are three shelves. Oh, it's um, going to be so beautiful. Yeah. This is my task for the day is curating my trolley. So I, mean, I shall no send you a picture. Task. No, there isn't. Oh, please. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, I definitely not. need. I need multiple pictures. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even a video. That's uh, a know, good so point. I get yeah. The whole panoramic view. Yeah, I could do a video. That's a very good idea. <laughs> Can you hear Coda's barking? He's yeah. excited too. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, wow, that's so cool. Mm. Now we're both trolley ladies. That's true. So yeah. Proud. Yeah. What it's about you? Dream. I'm fine. I went to see the Constance Sprite exhibition with my lovely PhD oh. student Claudine on Monday, mm. and it was lovely. And yes, so that was really nice. And the Garden Museum is so nice. And we sat in the garden afterwards, and it was just very relaxing. Oh, I must book for that. Yeah, you need to book because it's tiny. You know, it's in that little mm. room on the side, and it's so small. So you do need to, mm. to book because I think, you know, they can probably only let about eight people in at a go. Mm. But it is very lovely. There were some very good photographs of brides with amazing, <laughs> inventive yeah, I can imagine. bouquets. Mm. And there wasn't Victor Stiebel's amazing overall that we both love oh, for the florists. Yeah. But, you know, well, that was in my heart the yes, whole time. Yeah, one can picture oneself wearing it. One can. So Wild. that was lovely. Yeah. You know, if I could have worn that to the exhibition, that would have been the dream. But, yeah. you know, it was pretty good anyway. And then Wednesday, I met three of my divine MA students, Simona, Lucy and Catherine. And we went to the Noel Coward oh. exhibition at the Guildhall Art Gallery. And that was just a blast. It was so much fun. It was just glorious it was like lovely to be with my actual students in real life at a visit this is like the first visit i've done with my ma students wow. this academic year which is like insane yeah. usually i've done about 50 and it's just such a fun exhibition but really informative and really great you know it's got 
it's got his makeup, it's got photographs, sketches, you know, film footage, music, his dressing gowns, amazing dresses from um, various productions. It's got a really great shirt I liked of his that was sort of fuchsia pink and navy that he wore in his place in Jamaica. It's got Anna Sui collection that was based on Noel Coward. It's got his home videos. It's just, it's a cornucopia-based mm. Beatrice. I really enjoyed it. It sounds wonderful. Yes, and I learned so many interesting things about British theatre and really interesting people I'd never heard of who seem fabulous and I want to learn more. So it was mm. really good. Oh, another thing I need to book instantly. Another thing you need to book yeah. immediately. Yeah. But that's until December, so I think you Yeah, but it's one time. of those things you you just then never book it and then you miss it. That's yeah. true. When mm. things are wrong a long time you yeah. just you you yeah. Definitely yeah. book that. And it was just nice being in the city. I can't even imagine when I was last in the city. Yeah. It's quiet though, isn't it? It's very quiet. Mm. It's it's weird yeah. but I always used to like going to the city on Sundays because it was quiet mm, that's true because I love the city because it's like I can just imagine all these layers of history mm. it's like you can just walk around and just daydream of different layers of history yeah. looking at the buildings so I really love it and I also like I shouldn't probably like that but I I lived near the city for so long and walked f- yes, through it for so long but I still get lost. I do, yes. Mm. And yes. I, I quite like that. Yeah, no, and I, I've worked in the city before, but yeah, I get lost. And that is a really nice thing, I think, mm. in cities. When you just... And and then you find really interesting other things. And the names of the roads are so yes. extraordinary. Mm. My favourite is Seething Lane. <laughs> yeah, that's very and, good. And that's got that church with the, with the skull's heads in the pediment that I really like. Oh, really I don't good. even know that. I just know because I had to go to Fenchurch Street to get the train home to visit mm-hmm. my dad. And you, I walk through Seething Lane to get to the station. You walk past the side of this church. I shall look skulls. out for that. Yeah, it's very Alexander McQueen. Oh, wow. I know. Yeah, I just love it. I just love it. And I love I love it that you see like the insides of buildings when they're knocking them down as well. Mm. I love it when you can see the inner structure. It's all good. Yeah. Every time period you can find there. And yes. it's just, it is Benjamin's Labyrinth, Beatrice. Okay. I need to it's look up there. Benjamin's. Oh, Benjamin, hit, hit, Walter. Yes. Walter. Walter's. Yeah, Labyrinth. Walter. Yeah. I was wondering I whether there was another one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he's your big buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. On another <laughs> note. On another note. What did you, you think about the film? Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Fascinating. How did you find it? Because was it just because it's called Pink Dream, which is just so enticing? I can't really remember. I think I was just wanting to watch films from the interwar period I hadn't seen before. And yes. um, some through some funny route, I, I saw this one. And um, you probably saw that the director did another one called New Women, which seems to be much more famous. But but this one, which I only found out, you know, much later, but this one apparently is not so famous, but it, I think it's it's really interesting on many, on many levels. It um, really is. So we're in Shanghai in 1932, which I would like to literally 
be in Chicago yeah. in 1932 because mm. it, it, the history is so complex and so fascinating and that city is so fascinating. Yeah. And I like the beginning. I think the beginning is great when you see the photo of the family. Yes, yes. Mm. And I like it because does pink dream mean daydreaming? Is it like a that I don't dream? know. Uh, yeah, I noted down the. Um, I I did quite enjoy the English subtitles, which were quite I funny. Did. They were very, very elaborate. <laughs> yeah, so I wrote down what it says. Yeah, the beautiful dream in pink vanished into the deep dark night. In the end, nothing remained but the last smile and Wenlo's broken dream. So it must be something like that. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't actually check that. Apparently it was also sometimes called dream in pink in English, but that probably doesn't mean right. anything. Um, no, because it seems, yes, we need someone who speaks Mandarin to explain that. To maybe us. it is a bit like seeing the world through rose-tinted glasses or something. Oh, maybe it's a bit, yes. yeah. That makes even more sense. Mm, but that, you know, might not be yes. what it means. Because it's, it's just lovely the way, yes, you see the husband and wife and the little girl in the family photograph and then you see him daydreaming yeah. with his, in his pink dream. Mm. And mm. then his wife in her lovely modernist pink print, Chong Sam. Yeah. And it's and quite odd. So he's a writer and she's a yes. teacher, but the school yes. is right next door. Well, they seem... It seems to just be a room in a, in a house. Yeah. And... Yes, because it's interesting, I thought, because it's like he's caught between two kinds of modern woman, isn't he? Yeah. he's obviously a sort of educated, intelligent teacher. Yeah. And then the other lady is a socialite, not saying she couldn't also be educated in, in yeah. and everything else, but she's definitely into the nightlife. Yes, yes, she is. But what I found interesting at some point is it's like a job. She's like yes. an influencer. Yes. That's so interesting when she at some yes, point she says, is. I have to go out because otherwise how how can I be part of the social circle? Yes, yes. And she compares it to him needing to keep writing or the literary world yeah. will look at him askance, that she has to be visible. Yeah. Yes, it's really fascinating. And you're right, she is like an influencer. And I think and that I like... you go. I was just going to say, I think it's fascinating the kind of references to popular culture and American culture. Like the way that one of the socialites' friends says something about how he can sing better than McDonald in a... Is it Paradise? Is it, no, no. It's one of the Lubitsch films. Anyway, they, he makes a direct reference to a Lubitsch. Yeah, he mentions a person that, who I was going to look up. Adrian says it's Jeanette McDonald. Ah, okay. In, and I can't remember which Lubitsch film ah, it is. Ah, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And then interesting. he's meant to be singing. Mm. And then you also get various people reading magazines. There's one where they're reading, is it London Life? I know. Reading? and I, I That was so cool. Yeah, and I didn't know anything about London Life. And I found this article about it, and apparently it had this correspondence column where people wrote about their interests. And the, the person who wrote the article, she's called Lisa Seigel, she said it was a site for queer and kinky pleasures. And I well, thought it was so Lord. interesting that they were using that particular magazine. Yes. Mm. How did we not know about this magazine? Yeah. That's very interesting. Mm. And it's, I, I think it's, it's so fascinating the way you have like these two worlds within one city being described 
of the first wife who is proper and trying to make money from teaching and pay the bills and and she's doing the house yeah she's doing all the housework she's bringing up her little girl yeah so she is a multitasking woman and then the you know the decadent opulent dance hall world as well and it's interesting how that is reflected in clothes the wife yes always wears chong some and her hair is straight Whereas yes. I think the socialized hair seems to be slightly waved. Yes, um, yes. And she wears, I mean, both of them, their costumes are really interesting. Because, mm. as I said, I think it's interesting that when she's at home with the husband, the first wife has a sort of modernist print textile for her dress. Mm. And then when she is cast out, when he, yes. he goes off with the socialite, she has a plain dark mm dress at one point the dark one looks like it's almost liquid fabric there is one scene i was trying Mm. to work out what the fabric was yeah i I, at some point i thought maybe it's like some sort of moire silk but i that wouldn't quite look like that so yeah i don't know it's it's got a texture to it hasn't it yes Mm. definitely and it's really interesting as well that i mean this woman does everything because she's also sewing, yes. teaching her little girl to sew. She manages to knit him a jumper in a few days yeah. to give him after he's divorced her. her. Frankly, yeah. that's not a time to give a man a jumper. No. And um, at the end, she shows she can do something else as well. Uh, yeah, she's she, also a writer. Exactly, exactly. And she writes better than him and yeah. writes a better novel than him. So she's rather incredible. Yeah. She pretty much can do everything, mm-hmm. and she does it very quietly without showing off. You do yeah. wonder a bit why she's with him, because he doesn't come across that well. Apart from, I mean, he looks very nice, and he dresses very he well. And he has luxuriant hair. That's true, he has very luxuriant hair. Mm. Yes, maybe that's it. Maybe that's No, I know, I mean, this is the thing with so many films. I mean, it's like <laughs> when we were watching the Josephine Baker film. True. That... It's this amazing, incredible woman going after a mediocre man, a kind yeah. of bit of a duffer. And you think, he's a bit of a blunt instrument. You don't need no. to go after him. No. Go and just become a superstar on your own. Exactly. Or find a more glamorous husband. But perhaps perhaps she feels sorry for him and it's another act of her being a good woman. Yeah. She's... Or she likes caring for people, taking care of people. Maybe. Mm. But, you know, him having such very big hair it's not really enough of a, <laughs> no. a payback i feel and i wonder but why the socialite likes him but maybe also because I know, of and the I hair don't, mm. i don't understand why she then moves out of her huge apartment yes to be in his teeny weeny apartment yeah. even though she puts up nice floral curtains and gets a very nice sort of clarice clift-esque patterned lampshade for the place it's still very tiny and it doesn't make sense to no me. it doesn't to me oh and it was interesting that there's the intertitle that says that the first wife can't go back to her family because due to traces of feudal ethics she's regarded as as like a criminal because she's a divorced woman yeah and that, that she is not allowed to have the child yes that, was, that poor mm, child mm. That little girl. Yeah. Oh my God, she suffers. Mm. 
Oh my goodness. But then when she does the song at the end, that's amazing. <laughs> that is incredible. That's so good. She mm. puts every bit of her body into that mm. dance. That's so good. But we haven't really talked about the socialite. No, and her clothes. La, la, her clothes. <laughs> yes. I mean, she doesn't have many outfits, but what she has is extremely good. Yeah. I particularly like the lounge pajamas. Oh, yes. That she seems to like to wear at home. Yes. The first one is incredible. This sort of white with some geometric black braid yeah. applied. And then she, I think she's wearing mules, which yes. are, that, that must be sort of the height of decadence. And a boa, yes, feather think, boa. I'm not quite sure the yes. feather boa really goes with it. Well, I thought the feather boa was the collar of the jacket. Ah, okay. Yeah, my I thought to... she had. I will, I'm not sure whether that's separate or part of the jacket. Mm. But that is an amazing look because it's so sort of fluid. But then, yes, the way there are those black lines going down the leg and then horizontally before you hit the hem of the trousers. Yeah. That's really good. And mm. yes, she really swooshes around in that. And also, what about the bit where she goes and changes and she's just hanging around in her her the luxurious flat with with him and she's just got on it seems like sort of cami knickers and the camisole and then a sheer black negligee with tassels i know and she it's i love it when she so he comes to see her she's with her friends she pretends to have a headache (laughs) she says she has this maid who helps her with all the things she wants to do so the maid says to the Mr. What is his name again? Uh, the writer. Um, Mr. Yeah, yeah. So she says to him, the, my mistress is having a bath. Uh, you have to wait. And then yes. then she changes from the uh, lounge suit into this negligee. And then she spends quite a long time draping herself <laughs> onto our chaise long. And I, I thought that was so great that she was sort of trying to find a good angle that really showed exactly. her legs. Mm. It made me feel that there should be a sort of film festival or a something that is about 1930s Shays long action. Yeah. Because there's so many great scenes where actresses go and drape themselves on That's on a the very shades. good idea. And so many good outfits. Mm. And yes, no, she's very... I mean, that's, that's really, you know, her art form, isn't it? He writes, she drapes herself. Yeah. And that's, yeah, and so amazing. And and then I like it that they sit next to each other and and read their London Life magazines. I know. It's, yeah. it's like, that's a fun afternoon. And I think another trope, if that's the right word, is also always the big bowl with sweets, like with chocolate. Yes. That seems to come yes. up a lot. It does, definitely. Mm. Mm. That's another sign of the excess. And, yeah. Americanization. Mm. Well, actually, I don't know if that's an Americanization, but it's definitely excess. Yeah. Yeah, and and I like the way she's got like a little gang of friends who are kind of entertained at first by this this new boyfriend of hers, but then kind of feel quite jealous and rivalrous with him. And the one who seems to really like her. Yes. He just keeps every time something happens, he can't cope with. He just seems to laugh. Yes, uh, yes, he does. Yeah, and and the dance hall is fantastic. And clearly, dance halls were a really big thing in Shanghai at this time. And it looks like they sometimes go out 
like really late isn't he some at one point he's yes. going to bed but then he gets up again and he goes yes to the dance yeah, no, it's, it's, it's open all night virtually mm. and i like there's a shot where you see him and the socialite reflected in a pool like they're on a balcony outside yes. the dance hall mm. and look in a pool and that's really beautiful there's some really beautiful shots like that and then a couple of times you see the writer reflected in a little tiny round mirror on his That's desk. That's true. And it's like moments, as, it's like when he's finishing his novel and it's like another point of real emotion mm. that you suddenly see him there rather than seeing him firsthand, as it were. And it's so That's sweet really that you, you sort of sense that maybe they aren't that happy together or it just doesn't make sense. Yes. But she, he writes a novel about their life together and calls it Paradise. Yes, it's all very poignant. No, it's all his pink dream, I think. Yeah. It is like he has this fantasy, you know, you feel like he had his fantasy because he, at the beginning, he's daydreaming about, isn't he dreaming about his actual wife kind of before their marriage? And that like I wasn't sure. That's a really I'm, good point because their skirt is so short and I thought this is yes. weird. Oh, so she probably was a little girl. Oh, I didn't get it. Yeah, no, you're right. That must be it. Yes. Mm. So I think he's kind of, it's almost as though like he had this dream that when he got married, it would be a continuation of being very young and just being in the park all the time. Mm. And then now he's, for him, feeling trapped and bored by the day to day. Because that's another great thing at the beginning where she comes in from finishing her teaching and you know has to immediately put on her apron to start cooking supper and then he's bought her pretty hair yes. thingies which is nice and i'd like that but then the rent collector comes in and he's you know they had no money anyway and he spent the not money they have on hair thingies instead of paying the rent mm. so he's clearly got that he's just moving from one fantasy to the next really yeah and kind of do you think his novels are meant to like be his his fantasy world that then he can't really match reality with it that's a really good point yeah i hadn't thought thought of it like that but that of course it must be when he when he writes about paradise but again he still hasn't got any money and she goes out all the time the socialite and yes. he doesn't like it and it's obviously not paradise no yeah. not at all not at all and and when she it there's a point where the socialite it, when they're married and in his tiny flat and the poor little girl who just gets ignored yes. and shoved in a corner. But the socialite is reading. At first I thought it was a fashion magazine because she's flicking through and there are illustrations. But then the outside, it looks like it's almost a catalogue. And she says she's yes. going to get one of the dresses made to order. Do you think that was a catalogue? Yeah, I, I, I went through the same thought process as you. And I thought maybe it's something a, a dressmaker would have. Or, yes, or exactly. a pattern. Yes, I didn't mean like a mail order. Customer. Yeah, or yes, a, I think it's like a dressmaker's. Or a pattern. Yeah, yeah. Or something. Yeah, with patterns. Yeah, I I saw the same. It must be something that it gets sent by by someone. Yes. Yeah, and you can choose yes. from. Because again, that's something she needs to have because she needs to be seen in fashionable clothes and needs to be. Mm. And she's wearing another lounge pajama, I think, while yes. she's flicking through. Yes, the lounge pajamas seem key. Yeah. And her party dresses are very lovely too. And more lines. She's very much mm. associated with braided lines on things, isn't she? Yes. 
very much. I don't know what that means, but she definitely is. She's got some good uh, earrings as well at times, dangly earrings. Yes, yes, that's true. And And the dance hall, it's very funny in a silent film. I always like it when they're bobbing around dancing. Yeah, it, it looks a bit jerky or, yeah. It, it, it does, yeah. it always looks very mm. funny. Mm. And I like it when they're at the party, it's like at a dance hall but a party there and they've all got mad paper hats on. Yeah, I was wondering what that was about. Because I think in the 30s oh. they were more inventive with paper hats. Oh, I'm sure they were. It does go towards winter, doesn't it? At one point there is, there is snow, true, but so would they have it's... had Christmas? Hats? I don't think, I don't mm. know. No, yeah. I don't know what the party is. But it's very good, whatever it is. Yes. Oh my goodness, and the snow, and there's some... Oh wait, oh my goodness, and what <laughs> about... Sorry, just jumping around. There's a great thing about the snow and it being... Oh, I wrote it down now. Oh, here it is. Snow, pure white and lovely, yet also cold-hearted. Following the harsh winter reaches the human world. So this idea that his the socialite is, is this cold-hearted snowy woman that's true and also they stand by the window and he mm. her hands are really cold and which yes, is not surprising says, standing by the window but still i think it's no, meant but to... he says to her you're cold mm, yeah we just had the intertitle about snow and harsh yeah. winters and coldness mm. and entering the humans mm. and then it's very interesting the scene where the first wife has gone to somewhere outside shanghai to teach because she's cast out effectively and she writes on the board in Chinese, don't buy enemy products, and does yes. a big heart around it. And then all the children have to swear Say that they it. will not buy them. And her little girl is being a bit slow, so she said, and then she has to say, no, teacher, mummy, I will not hmm. buy enemy products. So it's, it's interesting because I feel like that's the only bit of politics and outside universe we get. That's true. Because the rest is very enclosed. It's really enclosed within two apartments in the dance hall and then occasionally you'll see a street scene of someone arriving at one of the apartments that's true or they're looking out of the window mm, of the true. really big window looking out mm. yes oh my god is the window a screen onto which he projects his pictures oh my god oh my god i think it might be yeah i love also the little touches how i think like in another film we saw she puts her handkerchief into the Chunk sound where you, yes. yeah, where, it's where like the fast Because I was is. wondering, it, I wasn't sure whether she's just tucking it sort of between the the buttons, buttons or the things mm. that tie, or whether there is actually a, a pocket, pocket in there. I suspect she just tucks it, but that's something yes. yeah, we might have to find yeah. out. And also, yeah. when she wears an apron, she wears it very high. She does. She does. That's true. That's really interesting. Mm. Apron and, positioning. And his clothes are very nice. Yes, he has a great um, kind of tweedy, like with a stripe in the weave, three-piece mm. suit at one point that's very nice. And very good soft um, shirt collars. The shirt collars are so nice. They were reminding me of Yoji Yamamoto. True. You know, in, in the Vim Vendor yeah, film. When he looks yeah, when at the he... Sanders photo. Oh, my yeah. God, that's one of my favorite things yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah. Soft shirt collars are really nice. Yeah. Yeah, he does have very good outfits. And he, he's got a good body. He can wear clothes. Yes. This man. He can. He can definitely wear clothes. Mm. Yes. And then it's so sad 
when he and the little girl are just wandering around Shanghai trying to find the first wife after his second wife has run off and left him. And then the second wife and her, her fella see them from a car and they're just like, oh my God, speed up and get yeah. away. Yeah. <gasps> and then the teenage boys are laughing at them and then the old men are laughing at them. Yeah, and you get from, from the way it's filmed, you get yeah. the impression it's weeks. I know. I was thinking this child is minute. She mm. should not be walking for miles. Although she's very game. She, yeah. She keeps going. But she's so tiny. She can only be like two or three. It's so an amazing that's... child. I wonder what happened yes. to her. I know. I was thinking that. She's mm. really great. Mm. And it's just so amazing. Because there was a bit, I don't know if when you watched it, there's like a long intertitle that isn't translated right near the end. And we thought that was the end. And we were both like, it's so sad. Don't leave them just wandering around, never finding her. But then there is a bit more. So mm. we were relieved about it. Yeah, that's true. I did find that at some point I did think, what what's going on here now? Have I missed something? Yes. So it was obviously must have been something on the intertitle that explains. Yes. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. there's, yeah, there's one with lots of script on that clearly we needed to know what that was, but we didn't mm. get to know. But yeah, and, and I think the little girl singing a song of her own invention, it seems, at the end is really marvellous. When she's, she's like, I'm so happy I'm going to sing a song. Yeah, and how they put sort of notes underneath yes. so you really clear it is a song she's singing <laughs> yeah if you didn't get it from her very expressive yeah. gestures and dance mm. it's oh i so enjoyjoyed it thank you so much for, oh for no it's, this one, and thank you for talking to me about it i've discovered many oh. more things now i know because we've we've got ling long the, the amazing yeah thank you so much magazine also on archive.org so we yeah. love archive and then you sent me this article on dance halls in Shanghai too. Yeah. So we have many more glorious things. And I send you the one them. about London life too, which is really oh, interesting. Oh, please, I need to know yeah. about that. Yeah. Good Lord. Yes, very rich and wonderful. Thank yeah. you. Okay, well, so we'll go and do our further research. Yeah, and then we'll talk next week. Definitely. Bye-bye then. Bye. Bye.